Michi Dwellers, Wagwan, I mean, Kumban. Welcome to Beginner Season 1, Episode 7 of Stamachi Underground, the casual Japanese podcast. At the time of recording, it is New Year's Day, and as usual, I am accompanied by Jay Sensei. Jay, Genki. Hi, Genki desu. Uh, means literally it opened. And then means congratulations. It's a way of saying Happy New Year's. Oh, uh, let's let's do that real slowly for me, real quick. Akemashite. Akemashite. Omedeto. Omedeto. Gozaimasu. Gozaimasu. That's going to take some time. But speaking of time, looks like. We are going to be discussing it on today's episode, and you're going to see me struggle because I am retarded when it comes to numbers. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all good. Like, I think even people who struggle with numbers will find that numbers in Japanese can seem like pretty intimidating, but there's a, a lot of patterns involved. And once you remember the patterns, you can count pretty easily up to some pretty high numbers. It is pretty intimidating because with English, even though numbers are the same in English as they are in Japanese, the way that you're able to say them in English seems a little more intuitive than Japanese, but I don't know if that's because English is my native language or just Japanese is going to be a little more difficult in general because of the nature of the language. I'm, if I had to like weigh in on that and I have nothing really like I can cite, um, off the top of my head, but I would say that that that's correct because it is your native language. A lot of things will kind of feel that way. But for example, there's kind of a cool way of learning the numbers 1 through 20. Basically, to be able to count all the way through 20, you only need to really be able to count through 10 and then apply um, a pattern that I was telling you about. And we'll see that along with how to tell the time and a bunch of other cool things in today's lesson. And here's our conversation of the day. Tark, tell us about the setting. Yuto and Riku are making plans to meet up. What sort of nefarious plans do they have got going on for them? I don't think we're going to find out in this conversation, but we will go through it anyways. <laughs> if you happen to be a fan listening to this show and want to write a fan fiction about what Yuto and Riku do in their spare time, please send it in, and if it's really good, We'll mention it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just try to avoid making it yaoi. I, I forget what yaoi is, but maybe you can tell me when the show's over. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, I'll go ahead and read the lines for Yuto, and then Tariku-san will be Riku-san. It's kind of like your name. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Uh, you, you planned this out, didn't you? I mean, so, I so did pick Riku, but like, I didn't really realize it until now that it was like Tariku. Yeah, so you're Yuto then. Yep. Alright, so Riku, Kyo Nanji ni Shugo Suruno. Sodane. Imawa Nanji. Imawa Sanji. Sanji ka ja goji ni ao. Mm goji wa chotto rokuji wa. Iyo ja ekimai de materune. Okay. It was good. Really good. 
Yeah, there, there's some vocab in there that I am unaware of, so I can't wait to learn. Oh, awesome. So this was the casual version, and uh, now let's go ahead and check out the polite version of this conversation. リク、今日何時に集合ですか今日は何時ですか今は3時です。3時ですかじゃあ5時に会いますか ?5時はちょっと、6時はいいですよ。じゃあ、駅前で待ってます。わかりました。Alright, so let's go ahead and put all that together. We had Riku. What time should we meet today? Good question. What time is it right now? Now it's 3 o'clock. 3. All right. You want to meet at 5? I'm not sure about 5. How's about 6? That works. I'll be waiting in front of the station. Sounds good. All right. So we'll break that down a little bit further when we do vocabulary as well. If you kind of were listening to that conversation as a listener... And you felt like, oh, that was a little bit fast. I wish I could like read along and follow along at the same time. What would you recommend um, the listener to do? I would recommend that, A, they use the pause button and they rewind to their heart's content. Good I would idea. also suggest that if you are listening, well, even on, uh, on YouTube and Rumble, uh, there is a slow down button. You can also use that. And if you're super pro and pick up languages real quick, I actually suggest you speed things up so your brain learns to catch things a whole lot more quick. Mm -hmm. And then also on top of that, you must be reminded as well that this is episode seven and this is a serialized series. So you're going to want to start from episode one, especially if you're a beginner. Yeah. And you can watch the video version and be able to see the lines for each dialogue, all the, the, the script, the daihon. Um, and you can follow along as you listen to us by looking at that and watching the video version. So, all right, let's uh, dive into our main vocabulary words from that conversation. We have the word for to meet up with someone or to rendezvous, which is Tarko Henry Dutt. It is shugol. Yeah, shugol. And um, it's one of those words that, like, when you say suru after it, it becomes a verb. I'm going to write that in right now. Shugol suru. Shugol suru. Shugou suru. Shugol suru. So if you were speaking polite Japanese, you would say shugol shimasu for to meet up. And in the conversation, it was used in the first line where Yuto says, which means, what time shall we or will we meet today? Our next word is... Ni. Ni. You see this a lot. Yeah. We need to tell you about ni because it means at. Or a better way to think about it is it's a particle that marks the time when an action takes place. So it's used for specific times. Like if I said at 1 o'clock, which we're going to learn how to say in just a little bit, I would then follow up 1 o'clock with ni to say at 1 o'clock. And correct me if I'm wrong, Jay-sensei, but ni also has various other applications outside oh, yeah. of 
time and when and things of that sort, but I suppose we'll get into that in later lessons just to not confuse the listener. Yeah, absolutely. That's correct. And so if you've studied Japanese before and you're like, well, I learned from my Japanese teacher and you have like a neck beard and you're like, ni means, and, and like you wanted to like lecture us. <laughs> and, like... A katana, and a katana in the background with some Mountain Dew dripping from your chin. <laughs> And you have like too many Doritos between your like keys on your keyboard that you can't, they don't even function anymore. <laughs> Hold your horses. Like you're you're not wrong. Um, you're right. And um, we're gonna get into more knee uses in the future. But this is a good place to start. And I don't know who I'm kidding, man. I got a samurai sword right behind my fucking bed. So you know, dude, no one hates weebs more than other weebs. Yeah, well, and also look at me, dude. Like, if you can use a video, I got like, I kind of got a neck beard going on right now, too. But, you know. <laughs> I need a shave, is what I'm trying to say. So, our, our next word is um, really similar to number one, but it's more commonly used, and it just means to meet or to see a person. Mm. Let's get the casual version first. Out. Uh, uh, uh. And now let's get the polite version. I must. I must. I must. So, Tark, I have a funny story about I must. Tell me. So, you know how when in English we say, like, I will see you tomorrow? That that's mm -hmm. not literally talking about the action of visually looking at a person tomorrow. It's, it's kind of like saying, yeah, I will meet and maybe talk with you tomorrow, right? Right, 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 yeah. So, the verb for to, like, look at someone... <laughs> or to look or to watch in Japanese is mimas. Let's say that uh -huh. together. Mimas. Mimas. And I had a an American friend who wanted to say like see you tomorrow and he was like literally word for word he's like Mata ashita mimas. And that's in Japanese that's almost like saying tomorrow I will watch you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like it's really important to keep in mind that aimas is the word for to see a person as in to meet them. them. Right, right. And if you want to let someone know that you will be stalking them tomorrow, you will use mimas. <laughs> I feel like the neck beards are kind of getting slammed this episode. <laughs> to be honest, I don't think I actually really know a whole lot of like legit neck beards, but I probably actually... Don't get out. Yeah, because they never leave the fucking basement, do they? Yeah. <laughs> well, and I don't either. <laughs> do you, when was the last time you met a fucking bat? Oh, <laughs> uh, that's like really you're more, funny. You're more likely to meet a freaking bat than you are to meet a neckbeard. Dude, and I've actually met a bat recently. Well, just on a walk in the park, we saw a bat. It was cool. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's yeah, really funny. Well, where, where did you so happen to like walk into a cave by any chance? You know, it was it was up in the Pacific Northwest, so I don't know, probably. <laughs> How would you mark the Pacific Northwest? Oh, well, you see, that's a location. And if we want to, in Japanese, say where at an action took place, we mark it with another particle, which is de. 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 D-E, not D-A-Y, <laughs> huh? I wonder how many people, like, see this and they think, like, day. Let's like compare the pronunciation of those real quick. We have like the English word day, but this is debt. Debt. Yeah. De. Yeah, that's good. De. And the 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 name of the place comes before debt. So if I wanted to say like in Tokyo, I could say Tokyo debt. Tokyo debt. And it usually uh signifies that an action is coming after it, doesn't it? Yeah, like it's it says where the action happened. So if you met 
in Tokyo, you could say Tokyo de aimashita. We met in Tokyo. Tokyo de aita. So the Tark. Oh, Tark killed someone in Tokyo. So de marks where an action takes place. Tark, how would you say this in English? Uh, I ate lunch in New York. Uh, I didn't really specify which meal it was. Gohan could be any meal, but yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. New York de Gohan no tabemashita. Cool story, bro. <laughs> I wanted to try using a word that wouldn't be too hard to <laughs> understand without having to explicitly teach it. <laughs> um, speaking of explicitly teaching words, we only have one more, <laughs> which is um, the casual versions. Materu. 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 And then we have a polite version. Matemas. Matemasu. And that doesn't mean weight training. <laughs> but rather, it means waiting. Uh, uh, you're, you're, you're training to wait. It's... <laughs> That's like so dumb and funny. <laughs> I don't even want you to edit it out. <laughs> I can't believe that like it stayed as weight training for so long. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Yep. So, um, if I was waiting in Tokyo, how would I say that, Targ? Use de. Tokyo de mateta. Oh, nice. I was waiting in Tokyo. Perfect. Yep. Um, I was waiting at the cafe. Cafe de mateta, right? Yeah, or yeah, perfect. If I'm, if I'm waiting currently mm -hmm. at the cafe, it's cafe de materu. Cafe de materu. Yep. Cafe de materu. And, and if I was not being me and being very polite, I'd say cafe de mateimas. There's like this side of me that like wishes I could be more casual more often, but that's like me. I have to like be the mateimas guy. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why that is. Because huh. you're wearing a turtleneck today. Turtleneck! <laughs> so, uh, for a comfy one? Yeah. And I got like tons of compliments on it the first time I like wore it. So I'm like, this is a keeper. This is All a right, keeper. Nice. It looks pretty nice. It looks like it's some really nice material. I kind of maybe got it at one of those stores where like they sell everything for way cheaper because no one wanted to buy it at a different store. <laughs> uh, well, you know, it was made for you then. I love you, Outlet Mall. All right. So Japanese numbers one through ten. Tark, a lot of people who've done martial arts before and um, who've done other like Japanese um, traditional, you know, recreational stuff might already know um, some of these things. Um, I'm always right, impressed right. by that. Yeah, dude, my like my friend, I trained boxing with him once, and he's a drunk retard, but <laughs> he's a really good coach. And um, when he was making me do push-ups, he was counting in Japanese, and I was impressed by his pronunciation. I'm not going to lie. Well, let's go ahead and like um, read these out loud, and if you're listening, follow along, and we'll go 1 through uh, 10, but we're going to take a little bit of time four, seven, and nine to show you something interesting about Japanese numbers. Let's go ahead and get started. Number one. Ichi. 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 Two. Ni. Mm. 
いいよ<笑> You should have said あっちゅすみませんでした Alright, in Japanese there are actually、um, two ways to say four、um, The first one is、G. However, there are certain situations where instead you would use Yom. Now, a lot of people like wonder, like, when do I use one? When do I use the other? For like just general counting purposes, either works. You can say she or yon. I happen to prefer yon when I'm just like counting, but、mm. I use she all the time as well. So if you're just counting aloud, like really, you can use either. And then for counting certain objects, which one you use tends to change. And、um, we'll like, Jump over that. We'll, hurt, we'll go over that hurdle when we get to it.、Right. Um, it's kind of beyond the scope of today's lesson. But just keep in mind that the ways to say four are. Shi. And then the other one is. Yo. Mm. Yom. All right, let's look at five. Let's go. It's go. 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 <laughs> go. <laughs> and then geo. Uh, then we have six. Roku. 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 And then、uh, seven also has two different ways of being pronounced. There's nana. Na. Na. Nana. And shichi. 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 Eight is Hachi. 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 You know, I kind of said that with a lot of enthusiasm, and people who are like really particular about pitch accent are going to call me out. I guess technically it would be like Hachi. Hachi. <laughs> yeah, Hachi. Then、um, we have nine, which is Q, as well as Ku. Q. 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 And Ku. And then、uh, number ten. Yep. So、uh, let's go through all 10 real quick. Tark will repeat after me and we'll just go all the way 1 through 10 without stopping. Ichi. Ichi. Ni. Ni. San. Sam. Shi. Yon. Shi. Yon. Go. Go. Roku. Roku. Nana. Nana. Shichi. Shichi. Hachi. Hachi. Kyu. Kyu. Ku. Ku. Ju. Ju. A Jay Sensei. When I was watching a video before Devil May Cry 5 was released, they were about to reveal this new move that you can do. And when the guy in the video, the developer, was counting down to show off the move, he went sam, ni, and then itch. He cut off the end of the itchy. Is that、mm-hmm. like something normal that takes place? Yeah, it's another instance of high vowel devoicing.、Mm. Um, in other words, e's and u's in Japanese are high vowels. And I guess to keep it in layman's terms, they're vulnerable, they're weak, and they're prone to be devoiced or not really pronounced. And、oh. so. It's not just Ichi that does that, but like a lot of times, if like people have done karate, they'll notice they're like Ich, or for eight, like often eight becomes Hach. 
Mm. Um, and then instead of roku, it's sometimes just like rok. Rok. And so when you want to speak politely and in a way that's easy to hear and understand, I would recommend not doing that. But that's something that if you can do it like in a natural way, it, it, it's impressive, I think, but use with caution. So that's obviously numbers one through 10, but we kind of need two more to be able to tell the time really right oh all right right so what are we gonna do about that well what you do in japanese when you want to count um after 10 so we're gonna be looking specifically at numbers 11 through 19 you're gonna mm -hmm. take the number 10 which in japanese is and then you're going to add the second digit right onto it so if i wanted to say 11 i would do yeah that's right or um, if you are a rapscallion such as myself, Jewish. Jewish. <laughs> exactly. So this um, goes with all the numbers. So if you, like I said earlier, know 1 through 10, then you can count all the way through 19. So Tarek, how would you say 15 if you know that 5 is gold? Jugal. Nice. Jugal. Jugal. <laughs> how do you um, say, like, 13? What would be the two ways to say 17? Or Good. I would say that kind of for the numbers 14, 17, and 19, the ones that have like, you know, two ways of being pronounced, that for like 14 and 24 and like 34 and those types of things, yon is used more often mm. than not. Older people kind of say jushi. 17, like, yeah, junana is more common nowadays than jushichi. Once again, like, I only hear old people say jushichi. And there's specific situations when you're going to say juku as opposed to juku, but that one's not necessarily, like, old versus young people. But, yeah, let's go ahead and now go all the way 1 through 19. Here we go. Ichi. Ichi. Ni. Ni. San. Sam. Shi or yon. Shi. Ka. Yon. <laughs> Go. Go. Roku. Roku. Nana or Shichi. Nana ka Shichi. Hachi. Hachi. Kyu or Ku. Kyu ka Ku. Ju. Ju. And now we're at 11. Juichi. Juichi. Juni. Juni. Jusan. Jusan. Juyon or Jushi. Juyon ka Jushi. Jugo. Jugo. Juroku. Juroku. Junana or Jushi. Junana ka Jushi. Juhachi. Juhachi. Juku or Juku. Juku ka Juku. Sensei. Um, yeah. I, I think I think I did something that I think the listeners probably picked up on when it came to or and maybe this would be a good time to discuss that real quick in case they didn't. Yeah. So ka is one way you can say or and it also means mosquito. If you want to say a mosquito or a mosquito, that'd be like ka ka ka. Sorry, that was kinda dumb. So let's go ahead and um Tark, uh, I I think numbers are often hard for people because it's a an abstraction, right, of right. like things that are kind of hard to 
for some people to understand literally. Right. But, but if you can apply it in like a practical way, like it makes it more memorable. And so that's why we wanted to teach the numbers at the same time as we teach time. So we're going to tell you how to say, what time is it? Or like, it is two o'clock, that kind of stuff. So um, let's review the fact that we just learned the word ima, like, well, we reviewed it again this lesson and then we heard it before, and it means now, right? Ima. So, Tark, if I wanted to say, like, ima wa. Okay, let me rephrase that. Tark, if I wanted to ask someone, like, what time is it right now? Um, I would put ima wa at the beginning, but then what comes after that? Nanji. Good. So, all together we get ima wa nanji. Ima wa nanji. And then. We can take ima wa nanji and add desu ka to it to make it a polite question. So all together that gives us ima wa nanji desu ka? Ima wa nanji desu ka? And again, if you want to just be casual, that would be like ima wa nanji. Ima wa nanji. Good. So we have a new pattern here that we want you to memorize that it uses a number followed by ji. Ji is kind of like saying o'clock. So what would like one o'clock be? Ichiji. Two o'clock. Niji. Three o'clock. Sanji. All right, Tark. Numbers four, seven, and nine. What color did I make them? You made them blue. Now, I made them blue for a specific reason. What do you think it is? These are the ones where the variations of the numbers occur. Yep. So I know that we saw <laughs> she and Yon for four. But when you say four o'clock, you actually remove the n from yon, and then you add the g to it. So it just gives you yoji. Yoji. Which if I ever get a dog, I kind of want to name it yoji. I think that'd be a cool name. You want to call your dog four o'clock? I mean, not really, but like I like the sound yoji. What about like five o'clock? I don't know where that came from, but goji <laughs> is five o'clock. <laughs> goji. That's about six o'clock. Rokuji. Seven o'clock. Shichiji. <laughs> Good. This one's not nanaji. Like on the phone, some people say nanaji, so that way they don't mistakenly mix it up with ichiji. Those can sound similar. But um, typically you'll say shichiji. Shichiji. Good. Shichiji. Next we have eight o'clock. Hachiji. Hachiji. Yep. Now, um, for 9 o'clock, we say kuji. Kuji. 10 o'clock is juji. Juji. 11 o'clock is juichiji. Juichiji. And finally, 12 o'clock is juniji. Juniji. All right. Time so, to go to bed. <laughs> time to go to bed. Um, now, uh, if it's midnight, this is kind of funny, and it's not really mm. in our slide, but we're going to make it extra. Like midnight zero o'clock, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's called reiji in Japanese. Reiji. Yeah. And next time we'll actually like talk about why it's important to also remember uh, 24 hour time in Japanese. Mm -hmm. So we'll um, go all the way to 24 next time. But Tarek, how would um, I say, what time is it? Oh, it's three o'clock in Japanese. Nanji. Ah. Sanji Yeah, that works. Um, now, uh, how's about this? Kyo no meeting wa nanji? 
6時です。What time is the meeting today? Uh, 6 o'clock. Nice. So it's not too bad, right? Like, all you have to do is add a G after your number, and then you're a gangster. Yeah. <laughs> it's gangsta o'clock, baby. <laughs> That's how you tell the time in Japanese. Time for our naughty word of the day. Oh, so when someone is wasting time, what's something we can say, Jay Sensei? Holy hell, why are you wasting my time? Or. Yare yare dase. Yeah, yare yare dase. If you guys watch JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, that is Jotaro's catchphrase. Yeah.、Um, the daze on here makes it even more casual. You could just say yare yare if you want to, and it's like, oh, good grief.、Mm. <laughs> That's probably too Charlie Brownish, but. <laughs> <laughs> so、uh, the daze makes it, makes it go from good grief to good fucking grief. Yeah, like, you know, like, I, I don't know if it's quite as vulgar, but like, it definitely、mm -hmm. makes it like, holy hell, <laughs> you know?、Yeah. Like, if someone's just like, yare, yare. Like, yeah. <laughs> I guess already if you're. Give me、um, a break. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's、right. a, oh, that's a good one. Give me a break.、Yeah. I, I hadn't thought of that before, but that's a great translation. Want to sing the Kit Kat song in Japanese? Yare, yare. Yare, yare. I want to have a break in that Kit Kat bar. Yare, yare, does it? That's so funny.、Um, hey,、uh, I thought that was a great、um, introduction to teaching the time and the numbers.、Um, I had a lot of fun going through that. Numbers one through technically 19 and how to tell the time in Japanese. And what are we going to be doing next time, Dark? We are going to face my greatest fear and learn how to count to 99. Yeah. And if you're. Well, why、good. do we stop there? Why?、Well, why Are we doing a little sales pitch or something like that? You know, stopping at 99, that's a sales technique. Oh, just kind of making it seem like it's less when it's actually more kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we will go to 100. If you're good. If, okay. All right. All right. Cool. Because it might drive me insane if we don't. <laughs> right. Yeah. We'll go all the way up to 99 and consider then going to 100. And we're also going to dive into what I was mentioning about 24 hour time. If you're ever like traveling in Japan, right? All the train times are written in 24 hour time, man. Right, right. So if you're like a gaijin and you are used to regular standard time and you need to communicate to someone that you need to get on a train or something like that, yeah, this is something you probably need to know. So, yeah. We'll also yeah. go over things like AM and PM. So if you want to sound smart, And be able to talk about time in Japanese. Stick around for our next lesson. But thanks for starting with us today.